Good morning. I'm Emily Schultz. I'm one of the pastors here at New Denver. I'm so glad to be with you all this morning. If you've been around the past few weeks, you'll know that we're in the middle of Lent, which is a season of preparation that begins with Ash Wednesday, leads up to Jesus' death on Good Friday, and then culminates with the celebration of his resurrection on Easter. And throughout Lent, we've been walking through the book of Luke, and we're looking at a handful of different encounters Jesus has with people as we go through this book. So today, we're going to focus on an encounter that never ceases to challenge me. I come back to this story again and again, and every time I feel convicted, but I think more than it being challenging or convicting, this story is an invitation. It's an invitation to me, and it's an invitation to you. Let's look at Luke 10, 38 to 42. This is Jesus' encounter with two sisters, Mary and Martha. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Let's pause there. We see Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus pop up a couple times in the Gospels, and we know that these aren't people that are just random to Jesus. They're actually some of his friends. This isn't just a one-time encounter he has with these two women on the street. He's in their home, and he knows them. We also know about Martha that she is doing what's expected of her at the time. Hospitality was a really, really big deal in this culture, so she's opening her home to this group of Jesus and his disciples, and and this would have been totally common. She's fulfilling her obligations and responsibilities and doing what's expected. I also know that when people come over to our homes, we cook and we clean, and sometimes it's a bit stressful. And on this particular day, it seems that Martha is overwhelmed by the amount of work that needs to be done in order for Jesus and their group to have a nice time together. She's overwhelmed, and she goes to Jesus and says, don't you care? And my sister is sitting there, leaving me to do everything myself. Tell her to help me. And this seems like a valid request. I mean, as a woman, Mary would have been expected to be hosting too, not sitting with the male disciples at the feet of their teacher or rabbi, listening and learning. But look at Jesus' response. Verse 41. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better and will not be taken away from her. Martha, Martha, you are worried, you're upset, you're distracted by the preparations, but Mary, Mary, who is sitting here at my feet listening to what I have to say, she has chosen what is better. Every time. These words get me every time. I read this story and it's like it's reading my mail every time. I am Martha. I'm always Martha. I think our culture is a culture of a whole lot of Marthas. We get Martha. There's so much to be done. There's so little time. We run around doing, doing, doing. I think in the season of Lent, there's this temptation as well. I know I can easily get distracted by the preparations. 
Lent is a time of preparation for Easter. It's a time of fasting, and often we'll give something up or take something up for 40 days, and it's so easy to get stuck at that surface level. In the season of preparation, it's easy to let our preparations become nothing more than distractions. And to be honest, I don't think God really cares all that much if you give up coffee or TV or whatever. Not if that's all it is. He'd much rather have our heart, our time, our attention. And hopefully for you, it's both. If you're fasting or giving up something or taking up something this Lent, I really genuinely hope that for you, you're encountering God, that you have a deeper awareness of his presence with you, that you're more attuned to his voice, that you're more dependent on him in this season. Hopefully it's making you draw closer to him than ever. And if that's your experience this Lent, that is great. I think for me lately, if I'm honest, even the fasting of Lent has become nothing more than one additional distraction. It's one more thing to be thinking about or doing or adding to my plate, but it's not really helping me engage with Jesus. Maybe you're in that boat too, or, or maybe you haven't thought a ton about Lent. You're not giving up or taking up anything, but for you, there's other worries and distractions in your life and other things like Martha that are making you upset. I come back to this story over and over, and it seems like every time there's something that's currently happening in my life that's worrying me or distracting me, and I can relate to Martha. But at its heart, I think this encounter with Jesus is not something that Luke threw into his gospel to make 21st century American readers feel guilty about being too busy. I think at its core, this story is for all people, at all times, an invitation. Jesus isn't just chastising Martha for getting it wrong. He's inviting her to come and sit at his feet. He's inviting her to come join Mary. He's saying, don't worry about the cooking and the cleaning. We'll get to that. We'll do it later. It'll be okay. Come, sit, be with me, listen to me, learn from me. Come find life and peace and comfort and a reprieve from your worries and distractions. Stephen talked last week about the cost of following Jesus, and it's true, following Jesus is not all rainbows and butterflies, but this is true as well. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28 to 30. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. On the one hand, following Jesus will cost you everything. But on the other hand, Jesus is the only one who can truly give you everything you need. This encounter Jesus has with Mary and Martha reminds us that at Lent and throughout the year, Jesus is right there waiting for us. He's waiting for us to pause what we're doing, to let go of our worries and distractions for a minute and to come sit at his feet, to spend time with him, to listen to him, to learn from him, to be refreshed by him. And we talk a lot about this at New Denver. If you've been around a while, we tell you all the time that you're too busy, too distracted, that you need to take a Sabbath, that you need to slow down. One of our five core values is presence, which we describe this way. 
God is at work in every place, relationship, and circumstance we find ourselves in. But busyness and distractions often fill our lives. We partner best with God when we are fully present to the people and opportunities around us and the voice of the Spirit leading us. And for this value, we ask ourselves this question. We ask, are we present to the Spirit's work in our lives? Presence is at the heart of Lent. Lent is about more than giving up sweets. It's about slowing down and being present to God and what he's doing. It's about accepting this invitation to sit at Jesus' feet. So today, we are going to do just that. Apparently, all our preaching at you about being too busy and distracted has done nothing because you're still busy and distracted. And I think many of us don't take the time that we know we need to sit at Jesus' feet. So today, I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to give you, hopefully, this gift of 15 minutes where we're going to engage with Jesus and encounter God individually. And when you walked in, you should have received a handout with your bulletin. If you didn't, you can raise your hand, and a host team member will bring it to you. Have some questions to guide your time if you'd like to use that. You don't have to. You can stay in here, you can go outside, you can find another little spot in the building. Don't disrupt the children. If you're not background checked, stay away. But, um, <laughs> but find a spot. We're gonna spend 15 minutes to be with God. And, and this can look different for everyone. You can use the handout, you can grab a Bible under the seats and read in Luke some of Jesus' encounters with other people. You can sit silently and pray. You can, Use your bulletin or a piece of paper to, to write out your thoughts to God. I know sometimes when I'm spending time with God, just journaling or writing down my thoughts keeps me from being distracted. This time is really for you to just sit at Jesus' feet. And sometimes when we sit with God, we might get some sort of sense of his presence with us. Sometimes we might hear his voice, not maybe audibly, but a small nudge at our heart, and we know he's saying something to us. Raise your hand one more time. Oh, yep, I see one, I see two, I see three, I see four. Um, sometimes when we are sitting with God, we, we are reading his word and something will jump out at us and we know that that's his, his voice to us in that moment. Sometimes we don't feel or hear anything at all. And that's okay too. Because Jesus isn't physically with us for us to literally sit at his feet Spending time with God is like a muscle. You have to work out this muscle. And if you've never done it, or if it's been a while, it might feel hard or uncomfortable. But just like working out, the more you do it, the more natural and familiar it becomes. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to take 15 minutes on our own, and we'll come back together to close at the end. Let's pray. God, we confess that we are so often worried and distracted. Too often we run around fulfilling responsibilities and obligations and doing the things that are expected of us, like Martha. And while these things aren't always bad and are usually necessary for our lives to function smoothly, at some point we become stressed out and overwhelmed by it all. When this happens, you remind us that only one thing really matters, and that's spending time with you. You invite us into something that's better, and today we want to accept that invitation to come sit at your feet. We ask that in this time you show us that you are with us. We ask that you speak to our hearts through your word or in a small whisper, 
or through an assurance of your presence. We ask that you refresh our souls. Help us to hear you. Give us all we need in this time. In Jesus' name, amen.